0: Here, it's so good to be here with brother and sister Hopper. I I will address them formally here at the church because they deserve respect. Everybody, say praise the Lord. I want to say thank you for the wonderful accommodations. And uh, I, I I come from a town that's easy to pronounce. It's Berryville, and. I rolled into town. I've asked several people how to pronounce the name of this town, and I'm gonna get it before it's over with. But it's good to be here with you all. In is it Dewoziac? Huh? Dewoziac. Okay, I'm gonna get that before it's over with. I promise you, I'm gonna get it before it's over with. It's good to be with you all here tonight and to worship the Lord. I've looked forward to this meeting. How many came expecting something from God? I'm gonna ask that again. How many came expecting something from God? I came you're gonna get what you came for. We had a lady walk into our church a few weeks ago. And I feel the Holy Ghost so strong in this place. I I I don't I'm not gonna preach long. I'm not long winded. Everybody say praise the Lord. Oh come on, say praise the Lord. Some y'all don't have to shout, but you can say praise the Lord. I don't think a message has to be eternal to make us immortal. We had a lady walk into our church a few weeks ago, and she said, we're expecting you to call down fire from heaven. The man sitting across the table from me looked at her and said, there's the difference. You came expecting. I'm going to ask you what, what are you, what are you expecting out of God the next three services? That's what I'm going to ask you, what are you expecting from God out of the next three services? I came expecting to see a move of God. That's what I came to, I came looking for is a move of God. I'm not above praying with you. I'll pray with you in this altar. I came to work. Somebody say praise the Lord. Uh, Again, thank you for allowing me to be here. What a privilege, what an honor. And yes, uh, your pastor's our family. My mother and his grandmother are sisters. And um, they, they are the daughters of Gus and Helen Anderson. And so you're blessed with wonderful people. You're blessed with a wonderful pastor. Everybody say amen. I'm I'm I've got something that tomorrow night. Tomorrow night we don't have to work Saturday, or some of y'all may have to. But I'm cognizant of the fact that people have to get up and 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 work tomorrow. So I'm cognizant cognizant of that, and I'll be respectful of that. And tomorrow night, let's let's bring somebody with us. And Sunday, let's let's just pack this place out for the Lord. I I I believe that. God is looking to do something. This is our, look at your neighbor and say, this is, this is our hour. Come on, say, this is our hour. This is our hour. I'm not down about all the stuff we've been through. None of that worries me. In fact, it challenges me to know that we've got the upper hand. Because people are concerned and looking for something right now. Let's take advantage of it. Everybody say Amen. On the way up here today, if if it's okay, brother, with with, with the pastor, I've I'm not gonna even open, I'm not gonna get into this iPad or open my Bible tonight because on the way up here today, and I don't usually do this kind of stuff, but on the way up here today, I uh, a word from the Lord came to me so strong, and I got to the hotel and I, I begin to pray about this afternoon and, and tonight and. And I went over some notes that I have and things that I had been feeling on my heart. But for some reason, there is a lingering thought that God gave to me that I cannot, I can't get it off my mind, so I have to deliver it to you. In fact, I called a pastor in Arkansas on the way over here, and I said, I don't normally do this kind of stuff, but there's just this lingering inside of me that and he said well if God's given it to you you got to deliver it it's not always easy doing what we do it's it's it it appears easy and but sometimes to to step out on faith and preach the things that God gives you is not easy lose your neighbor say it's not easy Uh, I didn't come to put on a show I didn't come here to to but I, I came to be used of God and uh, I, 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 I want the Lord to do something so powerful and explosive in our midst. And sometimes we, we are busy looking everywhere else for our answers. Hallelujah. We're so busy looking for answers that we don't see the forest for the trees. How I many ever heard that old cliche before? We're always looking for something more sophisticated, more energizing, and I, I just gotta, I gotta. I, I, there's something I'm, I'm, I'm old school, folks. I, I, I'm sorry, I still say the Holy Ghost. I just, just I'm old school, and, and uh, but, but we live in a world today where people are. They use the word the term energy, this great energy, which, 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 which parlays into synergy, and and so. If, if we're creating energy in the room, look at your neighbor and say, we're not creating energy. And See, the world says, oh, well, everybody wants to be cool and we want to adopt. There's some terms in the Bible you just cannot replace. And so if if, if I make a mess, then your pastor can clean it up when I leave. But I, I've just got to preach what's on my heart. But We got this word energy floating around now in, in Arkansas. I don't know about here in Michigan. But it's, oh, there was such great energy. And I told somebody the other day, they said there was such energy in the service today. And I said, no, there was the spirit of God in the house of God today. We didn't come to create energy. We come to create a house of worship because he inhabits the praises of his people. Transform, see we, we we get caught up in energy, but so so if we go to the ball game and there was great energy and then we go to the concert and there was great energy and then we we come to church and there was great energy, then there's nothing different between what we're doing it's just everybody's creating energy in in their own way, but there's a difference when it comes to the people of God. Can I just go ahead and preach? There's a difference when it comes to the people of God. There's something about when you say, have you got pain? He's a pain breaker. You got chains? He's a chain breaker. He's a pain taker. He, 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 he knows the end. Everybody say, he knows the end from the beginning. We would say we know the beginning to end because we're living it out. But he's already at the end. He is the end. He knows the end from the beginning. And he that began a good work is able to complete it. Hallelujah. So we're not here today just creating energy. We're here today calling down fire from heaven. We're here today calling down a consuming power from heaven. We're here talking to the creator of the universe. We're here communicating with the one that said, let there be light, and there was light. That's what we're doing. We're not here just creating uh, uh, something, uh, 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 just a good feeling, but we're here to preach the answer by saying amen. So So we're not here to just create energy. We are here to see the anointing power of God. With that being said, I want to go to Genesis chapter 12 for just a few minutes if I could. We're here. We're here to make a difference. We're here to, to see lives changed. Setting in this auditorium tonight is more power, more talent, more ability, more, more inventions, and more thought than you could ever imagine. We discount. Look at your, look at your neighbor and say, we discount ourselves. Come on, say, we discount ourselves. now now, now I'm from northern Arkansas they they, they talk while I'm preaching it doesn't bother me so when you talk while I'm preaching it ain't going to bother me if you say amen I'll preach faster we'll get out of here (laughs) so so in Genesis chapter 12 God speaks to a man named Abram and he says I want you to I want you to pick up your ten stakes." And I want you to follow me. And I want you to look for a city whose foundation is builder and maker is God. It's what I want you to do. I, I, I can only imagine in my, in my, my mind's eye the, the look on Abram's face. Uh, it doesn't necessarily record where he was at or what he was doing when the voice of God spoke to him. But the first thing we got to realize is it's time for us to understand and know when we hear the voice of God. On the way up here today, I feel in my heart there's, there is people in this building that the voice of God has been speaking to you. He's been speaking to you, but you're afraid to step out and, and do what God's been asking you to do because you don't think you qualify for it. Can I just stop you right there and tell you God does not call the qualified. He qualifies the called. He backs up who he calls. He anoints who he calls. So Abram, everybody say Abram, heard from God. I'm sure there was those that told him how crazy he was. I'm sure there was those that told him how he would lost his mind. But you see, he was not, you you don't understand This was not something that he woke up and just decided I'm going to do This was not a decision based upon finances This was not a decision based upon bettering himself This was, he had heard, everybody say he heard Come on, everybody say he heard He heard from God, God had, everybody say called him out He had been called out, everybody say called out Now, I don't know about everybody in this building, but have you ever been? I've been called out before. And there's something about when you get called out. On the way up here, I was thinking about this. And and, 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 and to be called out, there's something about when you're called out. You gotta say, oh, no, you didn't. Oh, no, you didn't. You didn't just call me out. Are you calling me out? Because I didn't come here looking for this. But if you're calling me out, Come on, somebody preach with me. I didn't come here looking for a fight, but if you're calling me out, let me get into terms we understand. I didn't come here looking to roll my sleeves up, but if you're calling me out, there's something happens when you get called out. There's something inside of you that changes or shifts when you get called out. There's something put on the line when you get called out. It changes everything around you in the atmosphere when you've been called out. Abram didn't get up that morning and say, I'm going to pick up my tents and I'm going to get Lot and I'm going to get Sarai and we're going to move. Abram didn't do that, but he got called out by God. I'm telling you today, God told me he's been calling some people out in this building. They may not be here tonight, but they'll be here before this weekend's over. on now, don't look at me like that. He's been calling somebody out. I just know what I felt in the Holy Ghost. I wrestled with this at the hotel while ago. I said, God, I don't have anything on paper. I don't want to preach this. I want to preach something that sounds uh, all all politically correct. I've got everything lined out and the Lord just kept hitting me. I've called some people out. You know who you are. You know who you are. He's called you out in the middle of the night and nobody else knows it. He's called you out. Your spouse don't even know it. You've got up in the middle of the night and said, not me, God. But he's called you out. Look at your neighbor and say, are you called out? Come on, look at your neighbor and say, are you called out? Oh, no, 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 no. Let's say that with some passion. Are you called out? See, we had a rule growing up. Can I go old school for a minute? I'm going to go back to the days before we were so worried about being so correct. We had a rule. When you went to school, you didn't start anything. But if you got called out, what was that? That's That's right. My dad would say, you get called out, don't you come home till you finish it. And now we live in a generation that's afraid of the call out. Let me tell you something. There's a privilege in being called out. When I was a kid, when I was a kid, we would play ball every, every, every Sunday at the church. That was our entertainment. We would go back to the church and we'd play ball. And I was, I was the youngest of four kids. And, and I never was scared that I wasn't going to get called out the reason I wasn't scared was my oldest brother driving that car was one of the captains of the team and I may be the last one that gets chosen but because we had the same father and we had the same blood I wasn't going to be left sitting on the sideline waiting He was going to call me out. So I come to preach to you today. There's no need in being afraid of the call out. Because our Father, by his blood, has called you out. He's called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. He's given you a chance to get in the game. He's given you a chance to run the ball. He's giving you a chance to go down the court. Now I know this all sounds elementary, but it's, it's, it, it, I'm going to get to the good part and I'm going to be quiet. He called Abram out and Abram says, you talk to me, Lord. I'm talking to you. I want you to leave where you're at and I want you to go look for a city. Oh, wait a minute, God, you ain't even got a direction for me yet. I'm just going to be looking for something. If if Abram had not answered the call out, can I have about five more minutes? If Abram had not answered the call out, boy, I feel the Holy Ghost so strong. Can I come off this platform? If Abram had not answered the call out, then there wouldn't have been a covenant. If there hadn't been a covenant if there hadn't been a covenant there wouldn't be a name change. If there wasn't a name change there wouldn't be an Isaac. Hallelujah. And if there wasn't an Isaac there wouldn't be a Jacob. Come on now. Talk to me somebody. And if there wasn't a Jacob there wouldn't be 12 tribes of Israel. (laughs) <laughs> come on now I know you're with me ain't you I'll guarantee you I can feel it I can feel it there wouldn't be 12 tribes of Israel if there wasn't 12 tribes of Israel there wouldn't be a Judah and there wouldn't be a, a David and there wouldn't be a offspring the root of David if there hadn't been a call out but there was a call out. And because of a call out, this man said, I'm willing, are, are y'all ready for this? Are y'all ready for this? It's, it's time for you to, to nudge your neighbor and say, Wake up now. Come on, wake up now. The good, the good part's here. Everybody say the good part's here. He said, For Abram, every nation will be blessed in you. The blessing is riding on you, Abram. The blessing's riding on you, Abram. I said, the blessing is riding on you, Abram. Now, if you don't answer the call out, every nation ain't gonna be blessed. There ain't gonna be no blood for for, for sin. If you don't answer the call out, then the blessing's gonna be stopped. But if you step out and you answer the call, the blessing is riding on you. Thank God for a man who said, I'm going to answer the call. I'm going to walk off into what I feel like God has called me to do. And I feel like somebody in this building, look at your neighbor and say, is the blessing riding on you? Come on, somebody. Come on, is the blessing riding on you? Has God called you out? Is revival riding on you? Come on, somebody. Is the harvest get past revival. This church is revived. Is the harvest riding on you? Is the blessing riding on you? Is the power riding on you? Is the anointing riding on you? I don't care how old you are. It does not matter to me your age. That's just a number. When God calls, When God calls, you don't know what you're holding up. Every nation's going to be blessed in you. I just got a feeling tonight God wants somebody to know he's been talking to you. He's been talking to you. The, the, oh, my Lord, have mercy. The, ignite, the ignition to the fire is setting inside of you. It's waiting on you to get up on your feet, throw your hands in the air, and say, God, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm willing to do it. I'm willing to do it, God. I'm willing to answer. you got to answer the call. I, 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 I reached, in, in, in our community we're in, we're in a very small town in northwestern Arkansas. To give you the proximity of where we're at, we are 45 minutes travel time from Branson, Missouri. We're 35 miles approximately from there. But because you can't go straight to anywhere there, it takes you a while to get there. If you've ever heard of Eureka Springs, we're 16 miles due east from Eureka Springs. And 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 can I just go ahead and preach? I'm about done. I'm about done. I don't want to. I don't want to bore you. But we have been surrounded in the mountains. My Lord, have mercy with all kinds of craziness. I'm talking about people with crazy ideas. People that, was, that, 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 that have never had a straight thought in their mind have moved to our area. I don't know why I'm preaching this tonight. I hope this builds somebody's faith for tomorrow night and for Sunday. And when our church started, I won't go into how it started. I'll, I'll take care of that on another service. But when our church started, when we started, we had everything against us. You see, Eureka Springs, Arkansas is where they held, where G.T. Haywood held the first convention at. It was bigger than Little Rock. It's where Howard A. Goss had the first Bible college at. And now when you walk into Eureka Springs, Arkansas, if you don't know much about Eureka Springs, I'll give you one interesting fact. You can enter the same, the same building on ground level on three different floors. that tell you where it's built. Because it's on the side of a mountain. The Baptist Church has three different addresses because they got a door on three different streets. It's a smart idea. You, you ain't got no reason for your ties not to get there. There's three addresses. never seen it, you need to come experience it. It's an incredible place. But when you walk in that town today, when you walk in that town today, there's satanic symbols everywhere. The passion play, the great passion play is there. And they've come in and tried to shut it down. They've had praise against it. They've done everything in the world they could to move the message of Jesus Christ out of the area up there. But, but it is the place that when Cory Timboom Boom flew over, she pointed down at the end of her life, and she said, the last great outpouring is going to happen right here. Well, I didn't know Cory Timboom said that. And when God told me what I'm doing, he told me to do it, I thought, this is crazy. This ain't going to work. But against all odds, everybody say against all odds. It ain't how good we are. It's not how perfect I sing. I can't play an instrument. I'll tell you one story. When we started, I had me a bass. I went and bought me a bass guitar. Have I ever played a bass? Not in your lifetime. But I went and bought one because it looked simple, and I got the thing. I knew so much about it. I bought a junior bass. I didn't even know to buy an adult bass. And I stood up there with a bass guitar like this. And I would play what I knew. And then when I didn't know, I would stop and clap my hands and sing. And when my wife got back around to what I knew, I would play again. All right, here we go. We're coming back around to what I know. And boy, I'd get down. And When we get to where I didn't know what I was doing, I'd just stop. Just let the Lord move. Lord, be your guy. Wave your arms and, and and oh, preacher, you're crazy. You're right. It's crazy. But you know what? That didn't stop us from coming together. We had been called. Oh, my Lord, we had been called. We'd been called, and we couldn't get away from it. We couldn't get away from it. And you know what? There was people we was reaching for for years. I'm going to fast forward, and, and 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 five or six years later, I, I was able to talk to one man one man who had had his struggles himself that was now coming to church and that one man that one man decided to ask another man if i was walking to the top of a mountain if i was walking to the top of a mountain Would you want to walk to the top of that mountain with me? And the man said, sure. What hill are we climbing? He said, then come to church with me Sunday because we're climbing to Calvary. They walked in that Sunday and that man came with him. The next Sunday, that couple brought a couple with them. The next Sunday, both of those couples brought a couple with them. The next Sunday, all four couples brought. You know why? Because God is not a God of addition, He's a God of multiplication. What are you saying, preacher? It's all about the fact when you get enough power in you and you get the pride outside of you and you say, I'm going to answer the call. I'm sorry, folks. This is as healability as it comes. But I got to preach somebody in this building has a blessing riding on you. I'm going to ask you, are you willing to answer the call? Are you willing to answer the call? Oh, 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 oh Brother Shields, I can't do it. I, I, I got this problem. Leave your problems out of it. God didn't call your problems. He called you. He'll take care of your problems. He'll take care of your problems. He'll take care of your aints and your can'ts. And tonight I, I come here. I, please please come back tomorrow night and give me another chance. But tonight I came, I came to tell somebody God's calling you out. I, I'm, not, I'm not here to make a spectacle out of anybody. But he's calling somebody out tonight. He's calling somebody out tonight. I'm here to meet you if you want to get up and walk down here and say, Preacher, God's been dealing with me. I'm willing to pray with you because I've been, I've been there. I've been there when I've ignored the call. Revival, harvest, somebody's deliverance is riding on you answering the call. Somebody's miracle is riding on you answering the call. Can I, Brother Hopper, he may never have me back. Somebody's marriage is riding on you answering the call. Somebody's children riding on you answering the call. See, I didn't set it up. God's the one that anoints people. I can't help it when he says the blessings on you. What's your name? Huh? Mark, I like that name. That's a good name. But the blessings on you, scoot over. Scoot on down. Scoot on down. Hello, Mark. If the blessings on you, this is where I'm sitting. Because ain't nothing going to come between me. You okay? Am I embarrassing you? Holy Ghost is all over you, boy. Holy Ghost is all over you. Glory, the Holy Ghost is all over this young man right here. I feel it with all everything that's in me. You see, nothing's going to get between me and who's being called out, because that's where the blessings at. That's where the blessings at. So get out of my way. I don't care how many bobby pins they sling. that they, Don't get in my way. I'm going to get close to that section because there's things in my life I need. There's things in my life I'm wanting. There's things in my life that I'm yearning for. There's levels and elevations I want to walk to. Don't get between me and the call. Don't get between me and the anointing because that's where the blessings at. Tonight, somebody's, God's calling somebody. You can skip back down there. I wasn't trying to be rude. And tonight I'm, I'm, I'm just going to... Brother, Brother Hopper, if you want to come back. I've, I've preached way too long. I'm sorry. But somebody in this building tonight needs to get up out of your seat. Come down to an altar. This is not about embarrassing nobody. This is not about admitting. Look at your neighbor and say, this ain't about admitting. Come on, look at your neighbor say, this ain't about admitting anything. This ain't about trying to be embarrassed. This is about God calling somebody who has a blessing on them. So the man that I reached, I never realized the call that was on his life. Are you all ready for this? Everybody look up back here at me for a minute. We're in the mountains in the middle of nowhere. And in the last several years, most of them within the last four years, we've been to the river. We've got pictures to back it up. People standing down the bank like they did back in the 50s and the 60s. We have baptized over 129 people in the name of Jesus Christ in just the last little bit. You know why? Do you know why? Let me finish the story. the man that I was able to talk to owned three big restaurants out in Idaho to the tune of millions of dollars everybody listen to me for a minute was on scholarship with Boise State playing football and all of a sudden doors all around him started shutting and his son moves back to Arkansas and goes on scholarship with Arkansas Tech University to play ball next thing he knows he's like Abram he's closing shop he's loading up what he's got and he's driving back to Arkansas from Idaho not, not knowing where he's going to go not knowing what lies over the next Now he's went from being the owner and the CEO of what looks like it's going to be a restaurant chain to driving 45, 50 mile an hour in a U-Haul truck headed back to Arkansas. Packed up everything he had. He was my oldest brother. And God gave him a job in our town. Never dreamed that would happen. Because he was in a big, bigger city with all kinds of opportunities around him. Offers like you wouldn't believe. And for some reason, he picks Berryville. And he walks in the church doors. And he looked at me and he said, do you know what you have here? See, sometimes we don't see what we have because we've looked at it so long. And I said, yeah, I know what I got. Brother Hopper, I was tired. I had pulled with all I had. And he's the man that the next day looked at the owner of the company and said if I was climbing a mountain would you climb it with me and the owner of that company said yes I would he looked at him and said my brother's climbing a mountain I'll never forget this was his words he said and I'm gonna climb it with him I'm asking you to climb it with us and today, I just stopped by from Arkansas to tell you, Brother Hopper and Sister Hopper's climbing a mountain. Is there anybody here that will stand up and take the call and climb that mountain with them? If you'll do that, would you walk down here for a minute? Would you come down here for a minute and stand across the front? Come on, God's waiting. God can fill you with the Holy Ghost. It's not its not hard to receive the Holy Ghost. Come on Come on, now. come on! I said, just raise your hands and tell God, God, I- I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna receive the call. I'm gonna step out. Come on, I'm gonna step out. I'm gonna step out, God. I'm gonna receive the call. I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take this call on, God. The blessing's riding on us, Lord. So you can use, I want to be your willing vessel.